Okay, hello everybody. We're gonna try this again with Amanda. We have Amanda here. I'm gonna do my usual intro and then we'll get her in. I'm going without headphones. I don't know how to rig these headphones up, so I'm gonna go without today. Um, so we'd like to uh, send a thanks to TNM Electric, uh, of course my donor for the heart making all this stuff possible. Uh, Nevin, they put him on some more added painkillers. So he is feeling much better and he's doing much better. And um, shout out to Shoot for the Vitals. And I got my target, so we're gonna be practicing this weekend. My wife's told me that we're allowed to practice this weekend, so I'm pretty pumped about that. All right, uh, after that intro now, in, in one minute here, I'll bring Amanda in and we'll be all set. Yeah. Something changes each time. And... Yeah, no, that's just it. Okay, so Amanda's here and I got the uh, headset issue sorted out. It's like 100,000 degrees in my front room here with the sun shining. I, I turned the heat down, but I didn't turn it down quick enough. And uh, we're not on video, but poor Amanda here, she's sitting here in a wool sweatshirt so so we may lose her she's just <laughs> tiny we may lose her by the end of the, the podcast but we promise her parents will make sure we get her home um okay so uh we're gonna start off with i guess the coronavirus has affected you as of today yeah big day eh? every day it's a big day it just changes every day and what, what were your effects? Um, so we had actually, um, I had a really good day at work the last couple of days um, with information coming out and the city really took care of that and procedures and policies and hazard assessments and inf contact information. And then if I'm correct, the decision was made um, really late last night and they put it out. 10 o'clock at night um and then we got staff got the notification a little bit after um staff are still going in right it's just the facilities close to the public oh okay so i'll be working away i've been making jokes about it all well about the work concept um yeah. again i'm grateful for what we got right i don't mind being able to go in and still make a paycheck yeah i just made some changes to make it safer i think uh trying to be positive well i think as we watch the news and, and we see the things happening, I mean, mm -hmm. we're not, uh, we're definitely not a panic in this house. Um, I'm one of the, the 4% though, that has an issue. Um, we have our three feet clearance. And uh, when Amanda first came in, I, you know, threw the, the uh, sanitizer. So, for a transplant page, it's just part of the course. Yeah. So I mean, this is every day. It's it's mm -hmm. either Corona mm -hmm. or it's the flu or it's totally. um, pneumonia or or I don't even know if pneumonias. Uh, can you catch pneumonia from somebody else? I don't know. <laughs> I'd look it up, but I don't feel like search faculty today. So we'll just yeah. So we got enough information in our faces yeah. these days right now. But. I'll just talk out my ass, pretend that you can. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so. What are your arrangements at work then? So they're going to maintain your employment then? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. mint. Yeah. So again, it's um, just 
preventative measures already right now. There's nothing, um, there'll be less of the bodies in there. We're gonna get work done. I, I you know, there's work to be done, um, specifically cleaning. So again, we have all those options. Um, that way they can keep the paychecks flowing. Yeah. Um, of course, they're really open to anyone. If you are sick, stay home and all that. So um, yeah. I think they're gonna try to keep it as business as usual as much as possible, um, but keeping that safety up, uh, topic top of the list. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, but again, I think things are just going to change day by day. Like, it's really going to... I figured this was coming, and we'll yeah. see how long it lasts keeping us going in there. Well, I'm probably, probably going to have to pull uh, Lily out of school. I mm-hmm. might actually pull her out of school. Are the schools not closed? Pardon me. I don't know. No. No. Huh. No. They are in Ontario. Yes. Yeah. But they're kind of... I think they're combining that with the, the March break. Yeah. Yep. So I so, hear. So... Um, Again, the way things have changed every day, every hour. Yeah. And, you know, I don't think that a 15-year-old, by missing two or three weeks of school, um, I just don't think they're going to miss that much. Yeah. And I think it'll make a big difference, um, you know, whether you, whatever extreme you are and however you feel about it, preventative measures, as long as it's not a huge really dramatic change in your life it's yeah. not going to be detrimental to your living arrangements and whatever it is um yeah. why not right well i yeah and, and i'm thinking that uh there's probably a really good chance that this whether we like it or not is going to affect mm-hmm. people's lives in two weeks i want to see like for instance my jujitsu. I got mm-hmm. the clearance to go back to jiu-jitsu. Oh. So my um, my transplant doctor kind of said to me, uh, he's pretty cool. He's a, he's a smaller Asian guy. Nice. How come you're not doing martial arts anymore? And uh, <laughs> um, I said, well, I keep getting hurt. Well, stop getting hurt. He's the head of the transplant mm-hmm. in, in, in Edmonton. And um, one of the things I like about this particular fella is he's very very precise and he wants answers like so he sends an answer out and um he he wants it back and if he doesn't get his answer why have i not got my answer and you know i mean that's part of the uh, every asian doctor i've had is the same they where's my answer why don't i have it i want my answer um dr chow for instance my dermatologist she's exactly the same you know, I'll tell them to get it, get it here right away. And I'm not knocking any of the other doctors, but I just kind of thought it was funny that um, this particular doctor, how can we not martial arts anymore? <laughs> you know, and, and you get that stereotype. But he was really pushing. You got to get back in. You got to get back in. So I came back and I talked to, uh, um, I talked to my uh, professor. But before I went and talked to my professor, my professor here in town at uh, Komodo Academy, mm-hmm. I put a thing out on on Facebook, and uh, to jujitsu and free Brazilian jujitsu moves and something I don't know it's a big long name on Facebook, mm-hmm. and I said to him, Does, "Is anybody else out there doing jujitsu with a heart transplant?" Did you get anything? I know where I did. Yeah, yay! Yeah. There's good. a black belt. Wow. Yeah. We and, had talked about this weeks and weeks ago. Oh, yeah. We did, this has yes. always been a struggle for me because um, 
oh, this is such a long conversation. <laughs> um, it's always been a struggle because of the delayed heart and all that sort of stuff. I mean, you and I have talked about that at the mm-hmm. counter. Um, and uh, so, anyway, these guys come on. Hey, check out this Ivan James. So I check this guy out. And uh, in true jiu-jitsu fashion, the guy is uh, hes fantastic. Um, really easy to talk to, really easy to get along okay. with. He's like giving me all this information. So he actually got his black belt after his transplant. He got his purple, brown, and black belt after transplant. Wow. And uh, um, yeah, he's hes a real cool dude. I, I like Inspiration him. too, yeah. right? He's oh, yeah. Really, and he's going to be full of information. That's great. He's competing. Oh yeah, he's just a little Hawaiian dude. He's badass, eh? That's awesome. Yeah. You got to talk with him then. Yeah, I, I reached out to him on uh, Instagram, and and uh, he's just like me. He's just boom right away. Like, oh, wow. Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah. So that was really cool. Great. Um, great. But uh, man, we'll talk about that all day. <laughs> so uh, you should do jujitsu. Yeah, actually, it's something you've sort of inspired me. Yeah. I'd love to get into something different and yeah. any groups in town. I've had a goal of trying new things, right? There's so yeah. many different types of fitness things you can do, and I would love something physical like that, I think, well, it, really. It'll it'll burn calories. It'll bruise mm-hmm. you up. But I know that you're you're used to playing with guns and hunting stuff, mm-hmm. so you're tough. Thanks. <laughs> um, but I'll tell you the one thing about jiu-jitsu uh matt baker's wife and actually stefan who is the professor here in town his wife are both now jill's a black belt mm-hmm. she might oh. be a master black belt she's like she's really wow, badass really yeah cool yeah i would not want to tangle with her and i probably have 60 pounds on her and i can honestly say um i might be able to get 10 seconds out of it <laughs> before i was asleep Wow. That's the thing I like about jiu-jitsu. It, you know, a lot of people say it, it is technique. It's not strength. Yeah. It's speed yeah. and technique. And you're small, so you'd be real quick. Yeah, I just, I'd love the variety. I'd love to get my body yeah. going in those ways to get that oh, different yeah. type of coordination. I'm not full of a lot of that. <laughs> um, I think it'd just be awesome. But if anybody, there's a, a lot of scenes purple and black belts so jiu-jitsu is white blue purple brown black that's it and you get stripes on your belts mm-hmm. so the same with the black belts they'll get stripes and um th- purple brown from what i'm told um you're no longer unless you run into a black belt out in the streets mm-hmm. you're no longer in fear Oh, I really like that. Yeah, yeah, like you're looking at somebody, let's say, especially you being a woman, mm-hmm. um, you know, if, if uh, somebody starts to get um, aggressive with you, and let's say they're wearing a hooded sweatshirt, and you're looking at them with their hooded sweatshirt on, you're just planning it out. <laughs> like, okay, he's going to take this step, I'm going to take this, and I'm going to do this, yeah. and he's going to be asleep. And again, getting people to try that, like, I really think that's something that could help they have anyone a with league. anything, right? If yeah. you're stress, anxiety, if you have that fear, or just anything, get more comfortable and confident yeah. with yourself, like, so many things, mindset, yeah. like, that mm-hmm. would be 
again, all those little things you can go out there and try, that'll change your a mental oh, yeah. capacity. Yeah. Lots of vets do it because of um, the depression and anxiety. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you're releasing a whole whack of hormones, right? Yeah. yeah. When you're done. Mm-hmm. And the other thing, too, is, is you can roll with somebody my size in a controlled environment. Because the one thing with jujitsu yeah. is as soon as you go like this, that's it. Yeah. That's all it takes. And I think that control too, that um, it just makes it so much more enjoyable, right? Mm-hmm. To really have that. And they have they have women's night where it's awesome. just the women who are rolling. Yeah. So they're all people your size. Yeah. Your aggression level and everything else. Yeah. Everyone's there for the same reason and there's yeah. positive energy and yeah. it's all about enjoyment and stuff like that. That's yeah. really and sweat. And bruises. Yeah, it's awesome. That's fantastic. One of the ladies at Komodo just had a baby. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this uh, this baby coming in, in like a midi <laughs> gi. Because you see him on yeah. the internet, right? These all these. Well, you probably don't because you don't follow jiu-jitsu, but I do. You see all these little dudes and dudettes <laughs> in these little gis, and they're flipping their dads around they're all, or their oh. moms, and they're like black belts. So they have complete control of their body, right? Wow. And the next thing you know, the kids got them in an arm bar. And he's done this in the air. Yeah. <laughs> lands and... That's awesome. Baby just lands down in control and, and baby's gone in an arm bar. So <laughs> that's pretty cool. Um, so we'll probably roll back into that. Um, I'm super pumped. And uh, I got my big target yesterday. You tripped over it walking in the door. I, I saw that guy, yes. Yeah. So that's our three by three target for... Um, where Jean works, her boss, he he's a bow hunter. Mm-hmm. So we can go in there on the weekends because Jean and I both bow hunt and fire at this target. But because it's so big, we don't have to worry about... Last year, it wasn't me, but last year somebody put an arrow through the wall and it went out into the parking lot and nobody has any idea where it went. So now we have a big target. It wasn't me. It wasn't Jean either. Yeah. Um, wow. So now that Learning we have this. Learning experience. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, it's funny because these bows, you know, you tie them up to 55, 60 pounds. And these bows nowadays, um, like that arrow is just, just fine. That's a near miss. That's a good near miss. That's a. Yeah. 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 So, uh, I don't know. When you're surrounded by bow hunters, nobody cares, right? <laughs> wow. Look at that. I stuck one right into a piece of conduit last weekend. Wow. Yeah. Like it stuck right in. And that's just with like a blunt field tip. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. So we're going to use that this weekend. And uh, Gene wants to go to the gun range, get the handguns out and do some do some legal shooting with our restricted pals that we worked so hard to get in Canada. <laughs> now they want to take them away from us. Anyway, that's political. We'll stay out with <laughs> So originally we had brought Amanda on now that we're back on the topic. Oh, yeah, now we're all updated. Um, We had brought Amanda in to talk to us about um, training and working with different types of people in the gym. And it was a great podcast. Of course, this one will just be better because we practiced it. We had a little bit of a glitch there. I was so mad. Like, That's all good. It I was felt so like sad. a great I was like, practice oh, run. man, that was such a good... Uh, podcast so here's the thing on gym etiquette i'm at the gym this morning and i went later mm-hmm. and our nation is really big so there's a lot of air in there so i mean you can avoid everybody 
so I get on one of the Stairmasters. There's four Stairmasters. So I'm on this Stairmaster here, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's these guys here. And all these are open. And a lady comes up to this one mm -hmm. and gets on this one here. It is what it is. There's a decent gap. She's not sick or anything else. And at this point here, um, the sweat is actually pouring off me. Mm -hmm. I just done the rowing machine. Oh, and fantastic. I was maybe halfway in on the stair. And you can see the sweat on one of the, the top part of the machine. Right? Yes, fantastic. I wiped it down when yeah. I was done. Um, she proceeds <laughs> to get into an argument with her now boyfriend about why she's not going to cheat on him again with her ex-boyfriend. Holy. And how... <laughs> How he should, I'm listening to either Joe Rogan or, or Jimmy Dore laughing to the podcast because, you know, those guys, they can get pretty funny. And uh, how he needs to get over his trust issues. <laughs> Meanwhile, she's just cheated on him or whatever else is going on. And at one point, there's three of us on this. They had this great big um, training uh, artificial turf mat up on the top. Um they have ropes up there, and then they have, um, you know, you put the weight on and you push it. Slide, slide push it. Yeah. At one point, there's three of us looking at this lady because she's in a full-born argument on the Stairmaster with wow, her boyfriend. What a morning. <laughs> so, I think that if you go to the gym and you're going to have a uh, Bluetooth conversation with somebody... Maybe don't announce to the whole gym that, um, yeah. you know, you've been cheating on your now boyfriend with your last ex-boyfriend and then give him shit for yeah, not. Yeah, wow, what a <coughs> public display. Yes, for having um, trust issues. <laughs> it's funny you should say that. I had a conversation last night actually with some people about watching, kind of the same topic, but watching shows and then uh, crying at the gym. So we were joking about how oh. someone had said they'd been watching Grey's Anatomy and I had them come up to the desk and they were just both sobbing. And I went, oh my God, are you okay? You know, is there anything? And she was, I just watched Grey's Anatomy. I gotta get, I shut it off. I gotta get off. <laughs> so more of a positive situation, but they, you see it all there. Oh yeah. That was a good one, yeah. Yeah. Um, I know I've hit some milestones at the gym that got me, uh, uh, emotional, I guess. Um, but I've never... Oh, that's uh, a good one. Yeah. Um, I... What did I do the one time? Before I tore my shoulder out or did whatever I did to my shoulder, I think I got a 45 and a 10. 45 and something on each side. And I did the bench, but I did it like five or six times. Fantastic. And I did like three sets of it or something like that. I've never been a, a good bencher, but... Yeah, you had said it was not... Yeah, it's not one of my fortes. Yeah. Uh, my wife... It's good to mix it in though, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I think Jean benches more than I do. She's <laughs> a power lifter though. She practices that. <laughs> um, I think that one day... And there was another day where I was doing something. I had just finished something on a rowing machine. And then um, what happens with with a lot of transplant patients, all of a sudden it, it comes back in their head. Like it's almost like the donor. I, I know it's probably not, but whatever. It's my story. 
it's almost like the donor saying, hey, see what see what we just did together? Yeah. So you're like, oh, man, that was really cool. So they're always they're tears of joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, yeah, fantastic. But, uh, but um, and you got to celebrate those, right? Like, I think that's yeah awesome. And you know what? That's actually something I try to do, too, like at work, um, teaching or at the desk, uh, really looking for those things. And we've had a lot of those moments, and people love to come tell us. And I just I think that's fantastic, right? And I... I yeah, I value when people can walk up and want to tell me about their accomplishments. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, keep telling me. Keep, I love seeing you every day. And, you know, pump the tires of those that are coming into the gym consistently every day and hitting those milestones. Yeah, it's a cool job, eh? Like- yeah, oh, I've been so lucky. It's been so enjoyable. I actually had, it's funny we're talking about this. Um, I had one of the biggest classes I've ever had that last week. Um, so it was a really good time. We did it. It was on my circuit training. Um, I didn't tell them, but I actually modified during, uh, I had to improvise cause I had so many people in there. Um, yeah, oh, cool. it was great. So yeah, I let them know at the end of the class and everyone was hooting and hollering oh, and it was, nice. it was a really good day. Yeah. yeah. So it's just funny when we were talking about those milestones, celebrating the little things and I'm so lucky to be able to do that. Well, good for you. Like, um, I- we had mentioned this, so every time I go to say something, I'm thinking, you know, you've already said this to her. And I did, but it's gone. Oh, yes. We'll just So nobody say, knows yeah, okay. that, I, that I've said it again. Yeah. But you are really fantastic at your oh, job. Thank you. So th- I can see when, um, you know, when people are, are moving around or when you and I have been talking, people come mm-hmm. up, they have a smile, you have a smile, you're always... Um, I think I've only ever caught you off a couple of days where <laughs> yeah. you were kind of, you know, yeah. you could tell you were kind of in a bad mood or whatever, <laughs> which is, it is what it is. You're human, right? Um, dress code. What's, what's your, uh, mm. what's your thoughts on, uh, on dress yeah, code? Yeah, we talked about that before. Um, personally, and I think, uh, it supports a bit how the, you know, we run, um, to each their own, as long as they're not crossing a line, which I guess the line's different for everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, handling the situ- situation professionally. So again, if you have an issue with something like that, taking it to those that know the policies, procedures, the protocol, taking it to staff. So we've had that actually happen a couple times, you know, comments made, but I do have to be thankful that they did not approach the person. They've come up to us and it gives us the opportunity to handle it, you know, reassure someone that is having an issue with it. Um, and then that being said, know your codes and rules and all that. Um, you know, for example, we don't have a rule about females in a sports bar or something like that. So again, if you do have a problem, you voice it in the appropriate way. Um, I'm lucky enough we haven't had very many issues, especially lately. Um, and again, I feel like if it's not pushing the limits too much, to keep your head down. And I wonder about... The sports bra issue. Um, first, my wife's at a powerlifting com- competition, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um, one of the contestants um, made a comment about what the ladies, the women, were wearing at the East Link, and how they were wearing mm. these sports bras, and how she didn't feel that it was appropriate and. The other thing she had mentioned was really short shorts and that um, she mentioned, you know, well, their ass is hanging out of their pants. So 
what's your what's your take on and this I don't want to worry about political correctness I don't want to worry about you know oh so and so is going to be offended if you say this mm-hmm, or whatever mm-hmm. we're not listen I've had four open heart surgeries I've had a heart transplant I've had four heart attacks I've had um, to go to the bathroom in a room with people around me because that was the only way that was going to happen so as far as political correctness and stuff go, yeah, you know what? We're not racist. We love everybody. We don't care mm-hmm. about anything. But in this particular case here, when we're talking about, um, let's say women's clothing, because I'll tell you something right now. I have seen some stuff that guys are wearing. I'm like, dude, come on, man. And I'll give an example of that. But what's your so what's your thought on um, <clears throat> fit or not fit? It doesn't matter to me. Yeah, and actually, that's a really good point, too. Um it's a hot topic too for sure um again no matter the size there's no difference in that you know the rules it's one rule that applies to everyone um i think we have a different type of situation where i work because we have a pool and a facility like that yeah um this has definitely been something we've discussed for example you know different types of bikinis and stuff like that that's a hard one to come across but coming into fitness um yeah because in the pool I have seen yeah. more than one woman in a thong. Yeah, yeah. So and I've seen more than one guy wearing a speedo. Yeah, yeah. And but it's yeah. So that one actually, I can't even. I can't say that I'm not familiar with the protocol in there. To be honest, I know it's been discussed, but I don't know the rules on that one. Well, I mean, technically, their stuff is covered. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's yeah. I think it is fine. Yeah. Um, the gym is different. We get to come back to sanitation too, right? Yeah. Like we get to come back to that factor. Um. And again, I have such a mindset of trying not to be negative and creating a problem out of nothing. So um, I think you should, and I don't know how to start it, but... um, I'll just spit it out. Right? I know, right? Like, I'm like, if you got nothing nice to say, don't say it at all. And what is what she wears have to do with you and your workout and your position and the why, too. People like to discuss the why, again what does that matter right now? You know what I mean? I'm happy yeah. again. They come up to me, they approach me, they want to talk to the staff about it. Yeah. That's appropriate. Um, but so I, what is, I what get happens to, when you tell, when you give them an answer, they're not happy. About uh, it. It's kind of funny you say that. I've really had to think about that. Um, I try to keep it really professional in the sense, cause I don't want to give opinion. And I don't want to send anyone off. I got to yeah. respect them. Um, you know, thanks for letting me know. I will keep an eye on it. We will make that call. I will approach her if there's a problem. Um, yeah. you know, I'm glad you came to me about it. And cause it's funny how it's always, uh, her. Yes. And I agree. So we actually, years ago, we did handle a concept of male. Like yeah. it was cause they can get to the point of like, almost like we're, they're wearing no shirt. Yeah. Again, it was the same thing. Talk to your staff. It actually got a little more, there was a lot more harassment when it came to males. Um, way back in the day i can honestly say this place has just grown so much in the last five years right um but there was a bad attitude towards it and it's gotten really really good and better and um no one's really pushing the limits on that one but some of these guys are so big uh i hate to be the bearer of bad news but some of these guys are so big and they work so hard to get the size that they are yeah um and i have seen some large muscular women they still fit into my extra large. These guys. Mm-hmm. Like, um, there's a guy in the gym this morning. Uh, he had to be 6'3", six, 6'4", six, and just as wide. And he had a tank top on. 
Mm-hmm. But I hate to be the bear of bad news. I don't think that they make a shirt big enough for him to work out in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. So and it's exactly. And one other thing I always come back to for me, um, I enjoy a lot of it. Like it's fashion for me. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? When someone's coming in the sports world, like on look, I like how that looks with a pair of tights. If you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But then some people, you know, do it because they get really warm or some don't want to be as restricted. Some mm-hmm. want to watch their muscle movements. Mm-hmm. Some want to see their form. Like there are so many topics in regards to that. Yeah. Um, and unless we're cl- crossing that a severe line, which I wouldn't even know where that is. Again, as long as your privates are. Yeah. yeah. And again, it kind of makes it easier in my department because we have the pool right there. So to we can only restrict so much which i think is fantastic we can really have people be comfortable in there Mm -hmm. um my i I took my wife out to buy uh, a couple pairs of she gets the lululemon pants mm -hmm. because they fit her properly Mm -hmm. um i guess it's hard i don't know anything about this so if anybody (sighs) gets upset Mm -hmm. don't bother so the way that her hips are Compared to her legs or whatever, I'm gonna get in trouble for something. <laughs> no, no, and it's it's a good point, right? The way things are made versus yeah. how someone's body can be. Yeah. Um she's not uh she's like not a tiny waisted woman. And she also has um she has a stronger back. And her mom's the same. Like the they're um mm. maybe it's because she's a jibway, I, I don't know. Um and, you know, I'm a real firm believer in genetics. People have yeah. genetics and they've mm-hmm. given these genetics for this particular reason and, and off you go. So, like I said, uh, everything that we say is all in, in um, um, you know, whatever. We're not trying to be mean to anybody. So, um, this, I bought her a sports bra or two. Um, mm. And they were... Like eighty or ninety dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. And they're very nice. Like mm-hmm, they're mm-hmm. they're very nice. There was, you know, there's a couple women at Iron Fitness, and they wear sports bras mm-hmm. every time. It's weird that you call it sports bra because I don't think it is a sports bra. Yeah. Oh, there's so many times now too. You know. Yeah. Um, like you watch a bikini, let's say when we were in Jamaica, mm-hmm. there were some bikinis there that were. Um, if you at best, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. Don't like it, don't look. That's mm-hmm. my philosophy. But yeah, yeah, it's the same one in the gym, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but there were some women that were running, and I guess they were in a technical, you know, like technical sports bra, let's say. But you, like, it just seems I remember the, the women playing field hockey, the university women, when I coached them. Oh. These girls, once they started to trust you, they were brutal for getting undressed in front of you. Not like right, right, right down, but they would like literally just turn around, mm-hmm. drop their shorts, put the girls enough. Like yeah. it's just, you know, and, but they, they saw it completely different. And a yeah. couple of the. A and couple, that I think is something that people need to realize, right? In that situation, mm-hmm. right? That maybe made you feel uncomfortable and you felt mm-hmm. it was crossing the line, they were really comfortable with it. And so again, it's just yeah. a difference of, and then communicating in a good way, dealing with those situations. And I think that's yeah. really something we have to, that's all you can do. Like, well, they they were elite athletes. Yeah. So there yeah. was really no uh, corrective mm-hmm. way to say it to mother than stop, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and 
they wouldn't listen, which mm-hmm. was fine. They were a great bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, but you talked about it in a respectful yeah. way. Like I, that's what. As soon as I, I just look over here and start talking. Yeah. To her. And that's what gets me too. It's funny because. Again, the way people approach it, whether it's what people are wearing in the gym, whether it's their etiquette, if someone's cleaning the equipment, if they're doing, if they're making noises that make you uncomfortable, it's the way you go about it. It's the way yeah. you handle something that you think, you know, if one, I don't think you should go looking for those things to complain about. If no. it is, really assess it. You know, why is it making something out of nothing? Um, what does this affect you? Is this dangerous? Is it unsanitary? Is it unsafe? Is it inappropriate? And then taking the right measures of approaching staff familiarizing yourself with those things and then go from there right it's the way people are handling things and that is a hot with so many things lately right it's not about the problem it's the way humanity's going about stuff well we, yeah and now this particularly i didn't say anything to this lady at powerlift competition mm. you're supposed to be 16 years old to go into the gym right yeah, uh, okay. 13, 14, and 15 actually can come in with oh, okay. adults. Um, so oh, they can it. come in with adults. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, liability. <laughs> um, what are you going to do if you go to the to the beach and you run into... Um, there is some women doing posing at Iron Nation. And... I'm not a stare. I'm not a gawker. So mm. it is what it is. But out of my peripheral, I caught somebody walking. So I kind of looked and I saw that they were all in, in swimsuits. Now, we all know what a um, a fitness competition swimsuit looks like. <laughs> like it's it's pretty bleak, <laughs> really. Um, I didn't get that great of a look because um, I wasn't there to look at them type of thing. And I, it's just honest. So I was busy on the stairmaster trying to stay alive and um now i get that's at iron nation but if guy or girl um i just don't understand we will tell somebody that you cannot say that to somebody who's overweight because you're you know um fat shaming them or whatever it is you're doing so you can't say it to this person but you can say it to that person who's in amazing shape who might be getting ready for a competition mm-hmm, who might mm-hmm. you know be doing these things and yeah it's again it's funny because like it comes back to too, like the skinny shaming right in a sense mm-hmm. like that's something we've seen before actually again the atmosphere and all that has been really good where i've been from thank goodness but you gotta sh- i want to shut it down right like it's what are they doing that affects you? Why, you know, why are you complaining? Why is that a problem for you? Especially when it's such good intentions with what they're doing, right? If they're, yeah, what they're going for, what they're, why they're doing it. Yeah, and they don't actually want you looking at them. No, it's not about, yeah, yeah, so just why? Like, don't why? look at me. Yeah, why? I just, don't want anybody looking again, at me either. A, it's the same thing if you get those 13, 14, 15-year-olds coming in and you see someone in a sports bra. Okay, then this is a learning opportunity to say, yeah. you know what? Yes, that goes on. It's the same as anything else in the world. We're not. We're going to pull our focus from that. It's something we don't like that's not in our style. Yeah. What can you control and what can you change to make yourself more comfortable and work for you and work for everyone without... Yeah. A hissy fit, a freak out, an instant. But what is the difference though when you have a guy wearing biker shorts? 
No, I agree. Yeah, I agree. It's right? the same. Yeah, exactly. So, so get why? Over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's that reaction and what they always say, um, you know, worry about what you can control and. Yeah, just mind your own business. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And again, it's like it's, the same on Facebook. Oh, yeah. you didn't like what that person wrote. Yeah. There's a scroll button. Yeah. So again, that's a big one. You know, I've been coming back to that why and what and how you handle it. It's with all that, right? Yeah. See, that's why you're better at that job than I am. Oh, I'm learning. Yep. Because I myself would say, well, her boobs aren't falling out of her shirt. No. Yeah. Then Mm -hmm. go back to your workout. Yeah. And leave me alone. Yeah. And that's something, you know, as the staff in these facilities we need to be the ones to handle those yeah, yeah like anywhere yeah. you are any gym you're in i hope they can help be the ones to hold the higher standard and make shut it yeah. down you know respect everyone and just make sure that no one's getting harassed in there no matter what it is for whether it's well that's right and you know it's okay to say to some now you're wrong a person's fine mm-hmm. um and it's so I mean, we almost have to get to a point too where people are accepting that but anyway there's Planet Fitness that's supposed to be intimidation free. So if you don't like, because um, I gotta be honest, like the men, these big guys or these other guys that are um, training, I'm gonna stick with the men just for a minute. Um, they have tight shirts on, or they have. Um, you know, these, the muscle shirts on, whatever you want to call them. And they're, you know, they're working hard. They're working hard. And they're proud of their bodies. I get it. If there's been a couple times where I've almost been in shape and I've been proud of my body, um, where I didn't mind wearing a tight shirt or whatever. And I think that if somebody works for that, you can be proud of your body whatever way you want. It doesn't matter to me. But I think when you are dealing with some of these women they're jacked and when they're looking in the mirror let's say and they're curling or they're looking in the mirror and they're doing a pull down or or whatever it is they're doing they're not looking anybody else they're Mm -hmm. looking at that they want to make sure they're isolating that muscle and i think other people they may have an issue with that Mm -hmm. but now you're taking something away from that athlete yeah yeah yeah, and, and a lot of it comes down to that too, actually. And go to a different gym. Yeah, so, you know, I understand if there's certain problems out there that you want to fix and help and give feedback, and that's all okay. But if it's a certain thing that you can avoid and something that's going to happen in the world regardless, then maybe yeah. you need to change what you can change, which may be going to a different gym. Or, yeah, which means minding your own business. Yeah, exactly. Right, in the kindest way possible, you know? That's what yeah. we got to do. We got to do these things these negative things in the best way we can, right? That's right. Yeah, because always, there's always those things. Maybe there's no right or wrong, but... And I don't care if somebody's in there and they're they're overweight or like a fat guy like me or whatever, and you're in there and, you know, you're you're sweating all over the place and you're working your ass off. And if nobody gave me a hard time today, yeah, and the sweat yeah. was absolutely pouring off me, and that yeah. was the whole goal. So leave that man or leave that woman alone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And go about your business. Because like I said, yeah, Planet Fitness, you're not going to go into Iron Nation, you're not going to get anywhere with that. Because there was probably, um, the other morning when I was in there, there's probably 
10 or 15 guys wearing tank tops of any sort. I don't know what the terms mm-hmm. are, so I'll just call them a tank top. And um, there was women in there. Uh, my wife was wearing a sports bra on a tank top. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you one thing for sure. She's not out there advertising. No, exactly. Yeah. So leave yeah. her the fuck alone. Yeah, right? exactly. Anyway, beat that one to death. Pick and choose your battles. Yeah. That is one. With that whole topic, pick and choose your battles. Yeah, I think us not having our border shut down is more of an issue than... Oh, yeah. Than, yeah. Uh, and that goes for everybody, for all you, mm-hmm. for anybody who wants to get uh, political out there. Um, so you um, have an Instagram page. Mm-hmm. And you do some workouts on your Instagram page. Mm-hmm. And you do have... Mm-hmm. Um, you have your experience with running classes and it's been like a hundred years since I looked at your Instagram page. You (laughs) have a lot of pictures on your page, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, lately too, it's been more um, actually family and friends and traveling and the dog, right? Um, Not as much, yeah, in the fitness ones. Um, I do still have a goal and intention and I learned a lot when I was doing those last ones. I'm the way like I want to set it up and film them in the future. Right. Um, now that I have more stability and availability and like in my life and all that personal stuff, yeah. um, I'm excited to get back on that train and that game plan. Yeah, because you could even do jujitsu videos. See how yeah. quickly we came back to jujitsu. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so what is your uh, now? You've been at East Link. Oh, we said it. Forget it. it's East Link. That's where she works. Okay. Um, You've been at East Link for how long? Um, It'll be six years this year. Um, I've been full-time for three, I think. Good for you. Three, yeah. Good for you. Teaching classes for almost four years now. Do you get paid extra money for teaching the classes? Yeah, it's a different position, different job. So it's like okay. I got two jobs. Yeah, okay, with the city, cool. totally different. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm, again, really lucky I can do both. Yeah. Um. I yeah. think it's crazy people that can do that instructing so often in a week. It like three days a week is pretty tough. And yeah. Um, but I wonder though, because you're, let's say that you went to full time coaching. Let's say. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're a full time coach. Now I, I don't know anything about. It, but let's say you went to full time coaching, and then you had a few clients. Let's say for personal training, you wouldn't be working. I've seen you guys at that counter, mm-hmm. and. Uh, you guys are working hard at the counter. Oh, yes. Like folding towels and this, that, and everything else. Um, So if you were full-time training, let's just call it training, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. would you need to work the counter or would you be making enough Um, So this is specific to like the city positions and um, the facility. The trainers are contractors. Um, so they work as much as they want. They pay a rent to train group fitness instructors are city employees. Right. Um, so they're contracted. Um, and that goes into how many hours you work as a city employee. So I am, oh. it's just, it's a fun game we play, right? Like I'm full time at that gym position. I have to make a minimum amount of hours. Then I have the fitness instructor position. I can't get over a certain amount of hours or it'll be overtime. So they have to play together. Okay. It's a fun game we play. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I'm lucky again, grateful, grateful, grateful that as an instructor, I get paid regardless. I'm part of a union. I am a permanent employee at the desk. I get benefits. And then again, I'm at 35 hours and I can teach five hours. I, 
you know, if I was a 40 hour employee, I couldn't. So I just really, Good. yeah, like I, I can preach it nonstop how blessed I am, even with work closing. Like I, I got a roof over my head, got yeah. a fridge full of food. I got, yeah. I can do it. Right. And it's, I still get to work. I still get to make a paycheck right. with everything going on. So that's good. Mm-hmm. So what, what do you eat? That's a, that's a big question. I think uh, we may have touched a nerve, yeah, yeah, ladies well, and gentlemen. Let's um, see how our, yeah. our trainer yeah, so eats. What I preach is a little different, a little different than what I actually eat. Um, nutrition so important. How we fuel the body, right? You are what you eat. Um, I'm a happy 50-50 right now, so I eat and try to get the fuel for my body so a little bit of veggies a little bit of fruit getting that nutrition you know how much healthy. fast food are you eating not as much as i was good so, yeah yeah, I get a better. yeah. all right yeah i would keep joking about being uh you know eating these damn leftovers at night these veggie rice and chicken that i made and prepped Ugh. um but yeah so getting back into it so again i have those sweet treats i mean ice cream every night i love it um but still eating my vegetables during the day. So, yeah, and that's good. usually what I encourage, right? Uh, for breakfast, try to scarf down, you know, banana, apple, a couple grapes, maybe a yogurt drink. But if I want to go for lunch with my friends, I'm gonna get a, I'm not gonna hold back and get. What about fasting? Do you do any fasting? Have you tried it? No, not for me. Again, I'm on. Personally, I'd rather fuel the body. So again, fasting before you work out, I think can get re- not really dangerous, but you have to be body aware. You have to be able to handle that. Um, know your body we actually have we won't talk about any of my workouts though. yeah yeah <laughs> just being well and that's the other thing is you probably know your body and know how you feel and all that you get a lot of people that come in for those workouts don't eat or drink beforehand push it a little too hard getting that heart rate going a little too much and all of a sudden they're seeing stars you can do all those things you can fast you can go hard you can get a little close but you just got to be smart about it yeah i had stars the other day oh yeah but and how'd you recover from that i just kept going drank some more water (laughs) um i i have taken my body to the to the utmost limits um and then i find that there's more so i am one of those uh idiots that um um i'm gonna be the first one to tell you if if you take your body to point a and you think, or you're point B, and you think you're done, uh, you'll make the point C. Mm-hmm. And, but in the same breath, I have water with me. In the yeah. same breath, I drink, I drink water before I go to bed. I drink mm-hmm. water when I get up in the morning. I also have a, um, uh, they call it a fat burner. It's not a fat burner to me. Mm-hmm. It's more of a, 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 a diuretic. And, what happens is, is is one of the main reasons that I go and train in the morning is because I want to flush my system out. Mm-hmm. And I don't want anything in there other than um, that, my pre-workout, and water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that when I'm done, um, when I am going to the bathroom, it's clear, clear, clear. It's a complete flush. That is funny, yes. From a young age, that's I've always found that interesting or as a started in the fitness journey um what you put in your body and what comes out of your body can say a lot about your health yes yeah and it's interesting it's cool to see and it so it's good reminders and 
One, I just had all my blood work done. Oh. And because I have it done every six months. Hmm. And there's nothing. My creatins work should be kidneys with everything. So I get a lot of comments about, oh, you're going to die on the mat or you're going to die doing this. Hey, listen, I had an ink test done. Uh, a stress echocardiogram where they, they put ink in you and then they put uh, um, a drug in you to get your heartbeat up. Three stage, 120, 130, 145. I passed all those tests with flying covers. My um, heart ejection fraction is 55 to 65, which is the same as anybody else's heart. Um, and I, I work. I work mm -hmm. on it. If somebody mm -hmm. had seen me on the treadmill today, they would have wondered what the <clears throat> Or on the stairmaster, they would have mm -hmm. wondered what the hell I was doing. There was sweat everywhere. I was soaked. The machine, there was sweat on the machine. Um, I almost do thirty. I do thirty minutes, almost six k this morning on the on the um, rowing machine, wow, and then fantastic. I go on to the stairmaster. That's full body. <laughs> so in that thirty is minutes. That's wonderful. Yeah, that's a feat. So I'm not playing when I'm, yeah. I'm when I'm there. I'm mm -hmm. and I want to flush the system. That's why I never eat before I go. Um, and and I don't look at anybody differently when, when they do eat before they go. Like, especially, oh, I'm going to have an apple. What I want, I want my body to be pulling out of the reserves. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the way you're creating energy. That's and, right. Um, burning those calories, right? Yeah. And cleaning. state versus aerobic. The, yeah, the sweat coming out. Yeah. Toxins. And then. Everything hydrating on that so again yes. you just you got to be aware you got to be smart about it you can do those things you just three liters of water oh, is what fantastic. i drank and i got on the scale at um 247 with all my stuff on mm -hmm. and i drank two liters of water and a little bit more and i only put on half a pound so that's how much I sweat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, you're using up, you're cleaning your body out. So clean it right out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Having, hydrating like that is a form of detox. Like it's yeah. fantastic. It's, oh, it is. Big yeah. Time. Yeah. And a great natural way. Your body wants to detox. Your body wants to get rid of um, anything it's supposed to, right? Mm -hmm. And hold on to that good stuff. So again, you are what you eat. Mm -hmm. um, I truly believe in that one, right? You're, you know. And I think the other thing too, now you'll know this and you can correct me on this. Oh, maybe. Um, when you're capable, and I, I'm talking to transplant patients, when you're actually capable of, say, getting on the trip. Mm -hmm. When I first came out of the hospital, um, I could go up four steps. So... On my own. Mm -hmm. And that's, um, and working on that is you working on your fitness. Like, yeah. you know, people always think, you know, there's this stereotype of having to get in there, run, lift weights. Um, there's a level of fitness for everyone. There's a starting yes. point for everyone. There's yeah. variety in all the workouts and whatever you're doing. So you must have people come in that are, um, oh, yeah, way that, overweight. Yeah. Yeah. And we, oh, the variety has just been awesome. Um, the community, right? That ability to modify for everyone has just been uh, fantastic lately. So we do. We do have something for everyone. Um, again, don't be afraid to get started on your own. I always like to say that. Um, just going for those walks. Um, that's one thing that I always say. 
personally keeps me in good shape is I walk every single day. I go for a dog walk every day and I'm on my feet at work every day. Mm -hmm. So something as small as that um, is going to be a huge benefit to so many aspects. Um, But yeah, we get a lot of people just starting out, um, people recovering. I actually had someone recovering from a hip surgery too and he was in there and working with the bands and building his strength. He had done time in the pool and his doctor had encouraged him to start coming up to the gym and stuff like that. So there's a good way to do it and there's the way to get there. And um, again, there's options for everyone. Go in and ask your educated staff or those that are those resources for you. Um, You know, just to name a few, there's those arcs, ellipticals, steppers, cranks, Mm -hmm. bikes, um, recovered bikes. So that's a seated, uh, nice wide seat. And that's there for so many people. Yeah, that's right. And Uh I'm thinking that there, that's, um, that's probably minimal to no strength. Yeah. So that's actually something we recommend. We highly recommend, um, to beginners and those that are recovering from injury, depending on what you have. Um, we get a lot of people from, uh, different groups. So there's a MS Society, a Parkinson's group, and an Alberta Cancer Association exercise program, I think, that comes into our facility. Right. Um, so it's there. That option's there, right? We got those people recovering, coming in, whether you're on a hand crank and you got a knee injury or you got a bad shoulder and you're on that bike. Um, mm-hmm. We There's uh, anyone that wants to get started in strength training or weights. Uh, you could do all that on machines at your own weight, at your own reps. Um, and get in there and get started. Get the total body. Like there's. Can somebody, let's say that they're like, is the cancer program is that a referral? I think so. So it's okay. through Alberta Health Services. Right. Can they get the? Re- oh, so yes. it's through Alberta. Yeah. So when you come out of the transplant, mm-hmm. and this is more for them. These yeah. people out here, not necessarily for you, but you, you can listen. Yeah. <laughs> um, when you come out of transplant, they they want you to go to the heart rehab, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, I came back three weeks, four weeks later to talk to the fella. He's in Toronto. He was a great guy. His name was Daryl something. I can't remember his last name. So he said, okay, well, let's do your stress test. Uh, and it was an actual exercise stress test. And, uh, came back out. I said, so I've been told to come down here for the, for the rehab. He says, yeah, dude, don't just carry on. He said, oh, you're, uh, you're already ahead and graduated out of the class <laughs> from, your, from your thing. So there are those people out there. I was just looking at a guy. Um, where the heck was he from? He's at LVAD. And when you have LVAD, you're usually on blood thinners. So um, he had uh, some pooling in his head. And he bumped his head on the headboard. And he had a stroke. <gasps> but he woke up. He's like mint. It's like coherent and everything. Oh, yeah, it's a cool story. Um, and, uh, of course, his wife is, you know, somewhat terrified. <laughs> and uh, he was coherent, like, right off the hop, you know. He's he's pretty banged up. He looks good. He's got some good scars on him. Um, I don't remember what that guy's name was, if any of you want some motivation. Um... um so, you know, how many people come in and are overweight? Uh, that really, it can vary, right? Um, Just get a rough number. 
lately we've had a, so we've had a lot of newcomers and I don't want to say overweight, but new to exercise. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that. Okay. Hold it right there though for a sec. How on a scale one to 10, 10 being you got to exercise as much as possible can because it's so good for you. And one being sit at home, eat chips, be as obese as possible and and suffer all the health complications that come with that. Mm-hmm. To anybody out there as a professional East Link trainer, counter, extraordinary <laughs> person, what's your number at? What should people think their number is? Um, I get... Oh, that solid, like that five, like that halfway mark, right? So again, we do get those. I'm a 10. Yeah, so I get, you get that handful. I'd say it's pretty even these days with the tens and the ones. No, but what I'm trying Coming to say in. is if if somebody was listening to Amanda right now, which you are, <laughs> and you're like, okay, so Amanda's smart. She is. <laughs> and she trains people. She does. So she knows about this stuff. And she deals with beginner and intermediate and advanced classes like all three yeah yeah okay and amanda does what type of classes uh hit so the high intensity interval training and our cardio strength circuit so that one's really wide open like a boot camp style okay and the hit class so the hit class though only the most elite can come into the hit class. No, so it's actually funny you say oh. that. Um, all of our classes are good for all levels. and Because uh, there's all kinds of people out there yeah, right so, now that are saying, Amanda is full of shit. Yeah, so... You have to be <laughs> LeBron James. Yeah, so just come on out here to Alberta and I will change your mind. Uh, we'll get Excellent. you comfortable. We'll get Can you in the gym. Going? You're going to have a good time, I promise. Um Group fitness actually is something I always encourage, especially if you're just getting started um, for so many reasons, but um, we're always going to have that option for all intensities, even in a high intensity class. You can do a lower intensity cardio moves. There are a lot of things where you, um, one of my goals is to keep moving, but at a lower intensity, so you can step it, you can walk it. Um, that option But there's there. never anybody in your class that actually like has to stop and catch their breath. Uh, lately, yeah. So I've actually oh. had a couple. Um, it's funny you say that. So I have had those that are probably newer to fitness. A and it must affect your class. Overweight. So it probably shuts your class right down. Everybody stops. Uh, yeah, right. Um, absolutely not. We're actually having a really good time. We have the variety I've had in class. So that really big one. Um, I had tons of older adults. I have younger friends of mine that are um, into their fitness every single day. I have um, those that are obese. Amanda's like 22 or 23, so everybody who's (laughs) old to her is... We'll pretend that's true. ...over 25. (laughs) Okay, so we're all old husbands. But, so I should say the 60 plus. Like, I have those coming in, a couple of those coming in as well. Oh, Um, you're going to get some hate mail over uh, that one. We're not old. That's funny. An older adult is part of the special population, so it's let's it is something you got to watch for and it does make a difference um i actually have a group that you know has been able to walk in the class late um which is fantastic you know appropriate amount of time but that they're that strong confident and they want to get in there they don't care that the door's shut they know they're only five minutes late and they're still coming in and you know though it's 
it's hard to do that, but I yeah. give kudos to them because that takes something. You know, it's hard enough to get in there. Yeah. Um, but again, that's where I always want to encourage whatever level you're at. 100%. Getting in there. That's the hardest part of the day too, yeah. right? It is. It mm-hmm. is. And and one of my battles, it's funny in the morning because this morning when I woke up, uh, I was tired. Like my body was tired. And my mind was like, uh, I don't care, you lazy piece of shit. Let's go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'll tell you why I say it's a 10. Mm. When I say it's a 10, I'm saying, in in my opinion, as what I've been through and what I've done and what I've, from where I've come from and where I've ended up, I don't think that there's anybody out there that shouldn't be moving almost every day. And that's, I love that because movement, I don't care what it is, how, you know, I'm all about the dog walks. If it's something, you know, if you're really struggling and again, new to exercise, just getting off the couch and going for the walk, um, is going to make that big difference. Um, again, that's a special uh, population is those new to exercise. So you do things like the machines. Um, we actually have an orientation that's included at our facility. It's got a read at the beginning of it, which specifically has points of what we're trained in. And two of those things that I will mention, um, is the fit principle. So frequency, intensity, time, and type that's there for everyone. So again, when you're getting a workout made, when you're starting into exercise, how frequent, what works for you, you know, once or twice a week, five times a week, whatever you're going to do. Intensity, if that's just going for a walk or a run or strength training, whatever it is. Yes. And um, so I, I, this is important. Mm-hmm. For the transplant patients out there and for the people that are coming out of, um, say, a hard cancer treatment, somebody who's come out of a, of a, of a hard surgery, and, and talking to someone who's been involved in, say, an ECMO machine. Mm-hmm. ECMO machine, they, they plug it into your leg and it does most of the work for you. It keeps the oxygen in your system. It helps your, I think it's just oxygen. I'm not sure that it's necessarily helping your heartbeat. I don't know the answer to that. Let's say it helps a little bit. Um, when, what, I think what's important here is you take your average person even somebody who, let's say, is you know they're, they're overweight, they want to get back into the gym, they're having their struggles getting back into the gym. I get it. I had a conversation with a lady the other day who's got chronic heart disease, so she is bridging herself to transplant, and um, I think she's listed. No, it's the other fellow that's bridging to transplant because he's got LVAD. Sorry. Uh, this I went through Instagram the other day mm-hmm. and just hit like like a follow 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 mm-hmm. follow. I just every I would look up a keyword of something I'm interested mm-hmm. in and just follow 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 follow. Mm-hmm. And now I've people are are trying to you know they're we're kind of transplanting back and forth. Fantastic. So what happened here was this particular lady got mm-hmm. on a treadmill and treadmills are always close together and. The person who got on the treadmill next to him, let's say like the lady that was having an argument with her boyfriend, mm-hmm. um, she was going faster than I was on the stair machine with a rubber band and still having a full conversation without having too much stress. So obviously we have a, a difference mm-hmm. in, in fitness level here. Yeah. Um, where this woman's getting, uh, she was getting intimidated. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what I... One other thing that's important here is when we listen to Amanda, what Amanda said was that when she's doing the high intensity training, mm-hmm. 
somebody slows down or somebody takes a break, mm-hmm. it's, it's not even a glitch. Yeah, yeah. So that's exactly, yeah. And um, especially the atmosphere with group fitness. Um, I think a lot of people come to group fitness for that. You know, the encouragement, the community, all that, which we're really building. I encourage you to check it out if... Um, you know, you're a little nervous about it, talk to your instructors, talk to your trainers, um, make them aware of the situation. They'll make sure, you know, I don't want someone to feel like they're going to keep an eye on them. They're going to be worried about them, but then they're both on the same page. Um, and again, that option's there. Yeah. Skip around, take it easy. I do class with little one pound weights the whole time so I can get through and breathe. I did an exercise with bands last night and I didn't wear it because my knees are sore. So again, there's all those CBD options. Oil. Oh yeah, true. He yeah. um hot and cold too really helps for me. My oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hot and cold. So this is another nice thing about your facility because I was doing this before. You could go into the sauna mm. and the showers are never hot at East Link. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so then you can have a quick shower, you can jump in the pool, and the pool obviously is cooler than the sauna. Yeah. And then back in the sauna again, there's your hot cold, yeah. right? Yeah. So again, so many things to help with recovery in that point, yeah. but um, yeah, just back to those classes. If you've got a, and it takes that self confidence, it takes that little bit of push. You got to have that strength. You know, there's that personal responsibility to get in there, to take charge, to be body aware. Um, just getting a little bit in those is going to make such a difference. So go to class, listen to your body, talk to the trainers, let them know. Um, but you don't have to talk. I'm just going to throw this out there. You don't have to talk. To the trainers. No, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you don't have to tell them nothing. You no. can just say There's to no, them. Yeah, yeah. You it's, know. you know, you, if you're concerned, if you want to have that option. And one thing, it's funny because for me, um, I've been learning. And one of the things they noted in the training is when I'm queuing, I'm queuing to a group. I'm watching for those um, safety issues or anything like that. So yeah. you're not going to get called not called out but pointed out as much in general but that's my job my job is to make sure you're comfortable you have the options um you know if i can see you struggling i can give you those options it's up to you to slow down be body aware all that right so it's very general um with stuff like that you know i only can work within so much of a scope of practice same with most of your trainers right yeah so don't be a wuss don't blame your trainer if you yeah if you're because i'll tell you something came up and this is important to do with what you just said Mm -hmm. because uh, my professor at um, a Komodo, and we follow jujitsu. And I have excellent training partners. Mm. I have an excellent professors. I have it's an excellent facility. It's a clean facility. There's there's no complaints. One of the reasons I wasn't going back was because I felt I was holding people up. Hmm. A good trainer or a good professor, mm-hmm. like you you know, you'd be a mm-hmm. good trainer, um, excellent trainer. Uh, Stefan is an excellent professor. Um, the, when he said to me, it's in your head, dude. Oh. It's in your head that you're holding people back because I've never got a complaint. Yeah. So I said to him, see how we're back on jiu-jitsu again? Yeah. So I said to him, okay, so you have never, am I a good training partner, yes or no? And listen. I have been laying in a bed and I have been told that you're not leaving the hospital unless we find you a heart. And right now you can't get a heart transplant. So we have to get you healthy. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's where I've been. 
So if you want to say something to me, mm-hmm. go ahead. Oh, yeah. By all means. Yeah. Here's the red carpet. Have it out. I said to him, but don't lie to me. He didn't. He yeah. said, no. In fact, the only thing that people say him, where the hell is Matt? <laughs> it's fantastic. So when you get into a training situation, mm-hmm. especially with someone like Amanda. Now, there are bad trainers out there. Okay. But we're not talking about them. I know Amanda personally. I know Amanda from the the counter. Um, I've exchanged a few messages with Amanda, um, say over text or messenger. Um, she's very polite. She's very easy to get along with. She's very very nice. Thank you. Um, and she has a dog, so that <clears throat> adds to it. And she knows how to shoot a handgun. So she's very very smart. Um, that type of trainer. Mm-hmm. is the type of trainer you want to get in with. And if that trainer comes in and says to you, hey, listen, I noticed you're struggling. Well, I've had a heart transplant. I don't really want to get into it, but I really enjoyed your class. Thanks. Usually that's going to be enough. You may have to give them a little bit more information. Yeah, and I think that's that's a fantastic thing. Um, again, that little bit of communication, yeah. that's, that's in your hands. Great. If you don't want yeah. to talk about it, yeah, don't. Don't, don't get mad and frustrated yeah. if someone's concerned, right? Whatever yeah. it is, there's a way to... Yeah. But also, because I get th- we get this a lot. Yeah. Well, should you be in here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I should be so, in here. So, and that's, again, the trainers, I like to trust that my, you will be um, aware of your symptoms of your body, you know? Yeah. Again, so in the part of training, I have to watch for signs and symptoms of overtraining, of overexhaustion, of any type of injury. But you got to be doing the same thing. I'm glad that a man and I have yeah. never, ever trained together because... She'd have me for lunch a few times. You'd have yeah. me for lunch today. <laughs> um, but I think, again, you have a personality. Thank you. Yeah. Trait. I you know, really like, enjoy it. I'm like, so lucky to have it. Well, um, I think the people in your class are probably just as lucky. And I'm not, yeah. blowing, I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. I'm just being honest. Um, Positivity. <laughs> I think how that really plays into people who are... Um, obese they haven't trained in a long time guys in their 40s that are like thought I had some arm muscle but it turns out it's mostly chub or you know whatever else it's never going to get any better unless Mm. you get your ass back into the gym Mm -hmm. and when I going back to when I say you need to move every day I know the difference between I have a lot of energy right now Mm. a lot and I I hit my highest on the whoop band that I've ever hit today. Fantastic. Um, Holy. Oh, I had a... Now, I didn't hit anything like Rogan and those guys, but... <laughs> so my day string was 11.2. That's my highest ever. Wow. And I did that in an hour and a half. That's fantastic. So um, when we're... When we're out there and, and, and we're trying to complete these tasks and everything else, you know, we, we have these people like Amanda out there that can support us. They're at these gyms. They're, you know, you can, um, I mean, you can probably, you can probably hire as a personal trainer. Yeah. And again, that's what, uh, you know, the resources are out there. It takes that step where you have to go out and look for it a little bit between trainers, group fitness, those that work at the gym, have yeah. a conversation, ask someone, you know, that's got that education. Why not? Right. Get started. Um, and yeah, the concept of it being too hard or something, there's nothing too hard. You make fitness fun for you. You make it work yeah. for you. You're going to set goals that work for you. You're not going to go yeah. in and have that 
maximum bench press goal, that cardio goal, if it's just yeah. a goal of being able to, like you said, get up the set of stairs for the day. Awesome. Check it off the list. Now That's we're right. going to start running stairs or whatever it is, right? Yeah. Don't, I don't want people to feel intimidated. I know it's natural. I know we're going to. Yeah. Um, but it's so good and I want it to put a smile on your face. <laughs> yeah. And remember too, I think when, when you're in there and you're in your, your zone, mm-hmm. right? Um, you're paying just about as much attention to everybody else as yeah. as they are to you. Like mm-hmm. when my wife is in the gym and she's working on uh, a high set, like a high weight set, let's say on deadlift or whatever else, she's not paying attention to nothing. Mm-hmm. There's nothing going on around her other than what's going on in that bar. Yeah. And that's the way a lot of people are at the gym. Yeah. And that's the same. So especially those that are coming out of recovery, um, celebrate those little goals Mm -hmm. focus on what's working for you yes because that person's doing that doesn't mean you are right just because you're just coming in and walking on the treadmill that's still a huge accomplishment right maybe seven steps on the treadmill you've done something because you also have to get there exactly yeah i always say that getting in there especially with the when it's minus 30 or a blizzard out i'm really thankful for those that can get in there yeah no doubt that's that hard part right um and i think to expand on that too because uh, you're obviously you're a woman. Um, what's your theory on guys out of the blue coming up and 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 helping women at the gym without being asked? Now, not as a not as an employee, but as a woman who trains. Um, so that would be in general any person, right? If one, what's your like intention? If it is, um, you know, if it's nothing like if you're being at a kindness. It's a quick conversation, right? Where you're coming from, why? The big why, right? Yeah. If you think I'm seriously going to hurt myself and there's something seriously wrong, you understand where the concern's coming from, you know, maybe I could I could brush it off, say you had good intentions, thanks for letting me know we're done here. Yeah. Um, yeah, so how you do it, why? Um, yeah, if it's not something that's going to be injury, it's not a big safety risk. So again, if you're someone that thinks you want to approach someone or get someone, like, tell them that, Um yeah, I'm yeah. sometimes scared to approach my wife. She gets this look yeah. on her face yeah. when she's lifted. I'm like, yeah, I don't know if this is. Yeah, a good time. so that's the other thing too is like if you had a female that was concerned about a, how a male was lifting heavy, how his deadlifts are going, saying, "Hey, that guy's really gonna hurt his back," like something like that. Right. It's all the same, you know. Is it safe? Is it not? Is it necessary? Is it you know? How are you gonna go about it, right? And yeah. I, I will, I always come back to that. Talk to your employers. They know the procedures and policies. They can make the call. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's the staff. Yeah. And, and you know, when in doubt, talk to the staff. Yeah. So, I think one of the big misconceptions at the gym is um, I don't necessarily think that this is for the guys. Because I think sometimes they put an atmosphere in at times that, that um, you know, sometimes, I think sometimes this is where guys get the predator at, uh, um, label. Because they go into a gym and they see, um, you know, they see a pretty woman working out or whatever. And that woman is is lifting. I, I know this has happened to my wife a couple of times. She, She's polite, but eh, she'll she's not afraid to tell you either. <laughs> um, so 
what if somebody comes up and starts you're in the middle of your workout what's your receptive level as a Ooh. woman in the gym mm -hmm. who's in the middle of her workout or just prepping you're getting ready to go what's your what's your um your uh your output on that um, so I think a lot of it can come from um, how they approach you, right, and what you can handle, and what you, or what you can change and what you can't. If you come up, if you're a strong enough person to... This um, guy's trying to pick you up. Okay, that's when we got, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's a hard line to drive, I find, too, being in customer service. Um, you know, I got to be kind. I'm kind no, of you're guys. just training. You're not no. an employee anymore. You're a woman training at the gym. And... You're you're getting your workout in, um, you know. I I've, I'm training at the gym. I see lots of women at the gym. I see lots of women. They're very very capable. Whatever what they're doing. Same with the men. Yeah. And so you're a woman working out at the gym because this is a. I yeah, see this as an I issue. I have yeah. three girls. And that's the thing is, you got to be a strong enough person to shut it down yeah. and have those uncomfortable conversations. Um, I've actually read a couple books that have stayed. You know someone else has taken it there and then you feel like the bad guy making the situation uncomfortable no it is not because they've come up and done that just because i'm going to react in a way that's something they don't want to hear you yeah. know if it is being direct um you know you know please leave me alone i need to, whatever it is yeah. um yeah we shouldn't be afraid of that we shouldn't no. be uncomfortable with that that's okay you can you know what i mean and then we um yeah. people need to be not as Timid. I want you to feel comfortable not being as timid. Um, That's right. Stating your mind and yeah. all that stuff. And again, not an aggressive, not malicious, not in a fighty way. Like it's just it's unless a you're a purple it, belt or higher in yeah. jiu-jitsu, then you can yeah. be aggressive. It's an unfortunate situation. And it's going to be conversations that sometimes have to happen. Yeah. Um, and it sucks. It does. Have you suck ever been stuff. approached at the gym? Oh yeah. In that way? Yeah. You have? Yeah, yeah. Uh, headphones help. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, like, and honestly, if that's something that you got to go to, there's no right or wrong way to do it. Um, right. There's little lines you can say. Um, a good one I've got lately is, this is kind of similar, um, people will call females by names, you know? So I've gotten, hey, good looking, hey, beautiful, hey, gorgeous, hey, you know what I mean? And at some point, that's not okay. So again, I have the line of it's amanda and it's kind of a casual shut it down that's nice. the end of it call me by my first name doesn't need to be anything crazy or yep. further on it yep. so there's a way to handle like that's whether that works for some people or not um right. and again just be if it's an uncomfortable conversation you gotta have it's like you know what i mean it's yeah. you know sorry i gotta get back to my workout thanks for asking like whatever it is yeah. um yeah but i yeah it's i wonder what the success rate is Right, yeah. because the reason I'm saying this is because, like I said, like my wife's been approached, mm -hmm. and I know my middle daughter's been approached. Now mm -hmm. I got my next daughter coming up, mm -hmm. and uh, she likes to train. She's into kickboxing, mm -hmm. uh, plays guitar, sings, all that sort of stuff. And I'm just, I'm just at that. Like I don't, I have never. It's been a long time since I've been single. And I don't remember being single because of the transplant and everything. I got to admit, there's a huge black hole there. I don't think I ever, ever, ever approached anybody at the gym. Yeah, so that's on. 
anyone just, that male or female there's a time and a place not yeah. that the gym's not i know a lot of people it's really sweet there's some love stories at the gym <laughs> um, right. which is but there's a way to do it right that's, but i would think though that's probably people running into people all the time like i see that there's groups there <laughs> yeah yeah and that was actually that was that was a great story too right so time and a place you don't go interrupt the middle of a workout regardless right. um the way you communicate about it, right? Um, just being really real, right? Like just, hey, I noticed you want to ask for someone's number. That's not a bad thing in the world. You see someone at the gym all the time, you kind of got a crush on them, you want to go talk to her, ask for a number, that's okay. Just do it in the right way. Respect yeah. her, respect the workout, right. male or female, whatever it is, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, but if yeah, she tells you to pound salt, then... Yeah, read the, uh, read the room, right? Yeah, really pound read, salt. Yeah, and I find that's, that's what it is lately too. It's not... It's how people are handling it. And then again, just there's no harm in these things, right? If you no. have, yeah. It's, well, it is, it is the atmosphere. I mean, yeah. you're, you're, you're in an atmosphere where yeah. you have um, people who are uh, training. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get physically fit. They are, um, um, their testosterone is up, male and female. Mm-hmm. They're feeling good about themselves and all that sort of stuff. I mean, it's it's that type of environment. But I, I, I've heard the complaints and we have a gym person on here. That's why I'm bringing mm-hmm. it up. So we're almost in a situation where, you know, you're kind of like, well, I get it. Um, but don't do it in the middle of their set. If yeah. they really need a hand, they're going to go ask one of the staff members. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, pick your time. In the yeah. Room. Yeah. Right. Exactly. There's a right way to do it. And unfortunately, that's the answer sometimes, right? There's mm-hmm. a right way to do it. You know, there's a way to approach people. There's appropriate and inappropriate. So how do you deal with people that uh, smoke pot before they come into the gym? <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, we actually had a complaint about it. Someone smelling like it actually recently. Um, we haven't had any issues, honestly. Um it's a sensitive one because like, it's one, legal yeah it's legal but that being said you can't come into the gym intoxicated uh you can't come yeah so it's but there's okay so like, there is a theory out there mm-hmm. and the theory is that because i when i was getting ready to go in the gym this morning there's a guy a couple cars down who was smoking a joint before he went in <laughs> and the reason he was doing that is supposedly you absorb oxygen oh. at a higher level mm-hmm. when you have THC in your system. Interesting. And there's a lot of people that roll in jiu-jitsu on marijuana hmm. because it takes the nonsense out of it and they concentrate on what they're actually doing. Yeah, there's so many things that can come from that. And yeah. Cannabis. And it's legal. Yeah, in, yeah. In Canada exactly. and Alberta, it's 100% legal. So if someone smells like it, it's... Too bad. Yeah, it's Because just... people come in smell like cigarettes. Oh, yeah. And how, why is that okay? Exactly. Well, right? the other thing is if someone comes in smelling like booze. Yeah. Yeah. How do you... Yeah. What's the difference, right? Yeah. Um, one for me is like the driving. Don't... Right? Like that's oh, yeah. one thing I'll come... I know it's not in relation to that, um, but people are getting really comfortable with the smoking and... So the guy in the car that made it to the gym and did it, I hope he's giving himself time and he knows his body and his tolerance yeah. to be okay. Oh yeah, you leave. and me both, yeah. Um, yeah. Right, yeah. that would be my main concern. Oh, and I don't, I don't, yeah, we haven't had an issue with it. We haven't, and again, like behavior too, right? 
Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to have an issue with somebody who's hot. Yeah, right? Like, and I don't want to say that that's better than, say, someone comes in that's had a couple drinks. Like, it's not, but... Somebody who's drunk or or somebody who's had issues with drinking Mm -hmm. is way more of a concern than somebody who's hot. Yeah, and there's like... Unless there's chips Again, that's just the circumstances. Like, I feel like that's just yeah. the way it is. You know what I mean? I don't want to compare one to the other. It's, no. You can't. You can't. No. And I've listened to a lot of, uh, on Rogan with different experts that they've had. And they, you know, they, with their THC and their CBD, how they're, they're adding microdoses of THC to CBD oil. Um, and they're in a transplant aspect. I take CBD oil. Mm-hmm. So I have, um, I take it in the morning. And then I take some at night. And then if I have a real hard workout, I take some. Mm-hmm. And it's really I'm, good for recovery. Oh, it's night and day. And the way yeah. I sleep, it's sleep, night and day. Sleep, that is a huge one. Sleep. Um, And like last night, I had the craziest dream. <laughs> and I'm so deep into sleep. And that's only because of the CBD. Mm-hmm. I was not having that before. Now, I... I don't use any THC, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't do any of that stuff because um, the one day when I watched uh, my family leave the hospital, I figured I was never going to see him again. I promised myself at that particular point in time, if I ever did make it out of the hospital, Mm -hmm. I would never waste another second again. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I feel by, it just is just my personal opinion, I don't give a shit what anybody else does, Mm -hmm. Um, but I feel by either getting high or whatever, that I might lose and I don't have much of a memory to begin with, so I can't <laughs> risk. And that's, again, forever, it's different for everyone, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's, yeah, you don't have the memory loss or have those effects. Like, again, that's what works for you. So where's your career going in the next five years? Where do you, what do you see yourself Great doing? Great question. Um, I'm really grateful to have the employment I do have. Um, I would just love to move up the corporate ladder in the sense of, going to those other positions um i'm in training now for supervisor positions um i would love you'd be a good supervisor thank you you're a sweetheart Um, i really great supervisor i appreciate that um they were giving me the opportunity like they're putting me in training they do validate me and they come back to letting me know so like that's been really great about this whole thing and my good uh performance reviews and stuff like that um i'd love to keep teaching as long as possible yeah um you got a lot of years on you how old are you i just turned 28 yeah, so you're still so young. Please keep reminding me of that. <laughs> yeah, oh, like, yeah. So, and again, I'm super grateful I have that. You know, paying into a good pension, RSPs, yeah, up, getting yeah. the ducks in a row. I hope to keep teaching, um, doing this for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of great to have supervisors, managers, and all that that are already grooming and taking people under their wing and all that stuff. That's I think that's just great for the whole place, facility, and... I will say one thing about Alberta um, that I had a hard time getting used to when I first came out here is people, for the most part, there's assholes everywhere, but people, for the most part, are genuinely really nice. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And when I came out here from Ontario, Ontario is a complete different breed. I, I agree. A lot of learning. Yeah. Happened for me. Mm-hmm. And this guy coming out of transplant, like a pretty mellow guy coming out of transplant, I'm like, well, I'm still a little fired up. <laughs> Which doesn't, 
which doesn't play in out here. Like people are are, um, it's good. And I, I think that's like over even the last five years, the atmosphere has changed. And even from my job, like everyone being out to help each other, not angry, not complaining, open to opinion. The whole concept of if it's not pick and choose your battles, right? If it's not immediately affecting mm-hmm. you, move on with your day. Yeah. Um, it's just been awesome. Like a good yeah. thing. It's, it's, yeah. That's where I think your personality type would make. Um, you'd be a good manager because you kind of oh, seem to you. fit yeah. the bill. And it's it's funny. We've been discussing too on in those certain situations, everything we've talked about today. Yeah. Um, I actually have a mantra that comes, I have at work. Um, and before it was less is more. So just take that how you will. And now it's um, supervisor state of mind. So uh, really being on that, right? We are... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's been great, and they appreciate it, and it's fantastic. So, well, that's good, I, and I'm glad to see that they'll they'll pro they'll promote from within. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a it's a really nice facility. Um, I don't have any complaints about the facility. Mm-hmm. Uh, my only thing, because I'm a transplant patient, was it's tight, and that's huh? that's yeah, that's what mm-hmm. I find, and I, I find when it's busy. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to get around in mm-hmm. there. And um, Iron Nation is not like that. Now, we still have our memberships down there. And I have Beautiful. no intention of getting rid of them whatsoever. Great, good. Because of the pool and because of the yeah. song. Um, so, you know, we we still enjoy it. And my daughter still works out there. Um, and when she goes up and she does like her kickbox and her mm-hmm. box and stuff or whatever... There's a real nice area there to do that. Mm-hmm. We and just got some new stuff there as well. Our yeah. nation doesn't have that. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a chance to try that out because every time I went, there's been a volleyball tournament, so you can't get out of <laughs> the equipment. Um, so what about like your personal training or anything? Are you planning on... I'm. It's funny because I've had a lot of people ask about the personal training. Right. I've got focus on group fitness right now. Yeah. Uh, personally, it's really funny because I've always said this. It really fits the bill for me. So the being in front of a group talking like that the yeah. planning the way it is right um not working on a commission like it just really fits with my life and um, what i'm good at and stuff like that so i just want to grow with that so i have goals of taking you know yoga teacher training in the next couple years i want to work with take older adult training because that's a big um population in our facility that's something that yeah. we work with a lot uh, pre and postnatal we actually have classes specifically for um, moms and stuff like that so lots uh, of moms out there yeah so and just, they're they're kind of they're kind of a little precious the moms yeah so it's actually funny so i was reading some of my old um certification stuff and it's um to walk watch for your special population and there's a, there is a difference so those new to exercise older adults and pre and postnatal it's not a bad thing it's not it's a yeah, it's a good thing, right? It's just a different little bit of training. and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and I think, too, especially with, with the older generation, um, you know, they once you get them moving, mm-hmm. then they realize, like, my dad is 82, and he still spends a lot of his time. He has a park in Tennessee, like a, a mobile home park, and he still spends a bunch of time working at that park. he's 82 yeah and that's the thing is we have an awesome huge group of older adults that are coming into this gym and i'm talking again i'm talking over 60 over 70 that are coming in and 
working out. They're going to group fitness classes. They're doing all those machines. I've got people that take that orientation package we once gave them and drag it around with them at the gym and do those workouts. It's, it's there. It's not, there's no, um, it's never too late to start, get started. (laughs) That's what I was trying to spit out. Right. Yeah. And, and, um, that's, it's really, really important that you said that because going back to a transplant perspective, a transplant point of view, it is really, really important that we realize, you know, and, and what a man has done here, she's given us the side of the average Joe, right? And um, we have people that are senior. Um, our moms, of course, moms are, are really, really important. And um, we have you know, people that are coming in after cancer care and all that sort of stuff. Everybody has their battle. Mm-hmm. And there's something out there for everyone. That's what I yeah. always like to, like, that's a big one. You know, fitness is something different for everyone. I have groups that just go for walks every day. Yeah. When it's cold out, and they socialization. come to the gym. Yeah. So it's funny, um, again, back to some of the training we've had, like the things you're, the reasons they're coming to class, uh, why you're there and what it's going to do for you. It's your mental health. It's your spiritual mm-hmm. health. It's your emotional health. Um, stuff like that, right? And that's yep. that's gonna make the difference. So yeah, because I'm all for I'm all for going to you know going to church or or praying or hunting or whatever. But you know, for some people, if they've you know if they're widowed or they're um, if they're you know whatever their case may be, you get into these situations where you're exercising and you're in a social gathering, you're going to feel better. Mm-hmm. You're going to look better. As in your skin's going to be healthier. Your eyes are going to be healthier. Um, and you're going to start to want to eat better, which of course is going to, now you've got a snowball starting. And it's going to just get bigger with more positivity and more great things. Mm-hmm. But everybody is starting that snowball at either a snowflake or half a snowflake (laughs) and they're building on it and you know you got people like amanda out there that are that are helping lead that battle and you got a lot of positive people one of the things i found is as a transplant patient sometimes you get in the biopsy room people are really really negative Mm -hmm. and what happens is for me i have a real issue with with negativity uh, I, I leave, I go do something else or whatever. And I just won't tolerate it. Because I'm just not interested in it. We've been given this great gift. But I think you find out with a lot of other people too. Like you have people, let's say... I believe that too. You know, yeah. last of 2019, 2020, it's been really a different mindset all over the place. Whether it be on social media or just within mm-hmm. your community. Um, it's funny because that's something I've avoided too. I find like, you know, you get talking with your friends and it's just a matter of complaining about this, complaining about that, talking about this bad thing, talking about this bad mm-hmm. thing. I got to deal with this. Um, I've made an intention to avoid those conversations. You know, even my family it goes, you know what, let's not sit here all afternoon and talk about the money we don't have and how much we have to work. Yeah. And it makes a difference. It, it will Like try, I want to, you know, for everyone listening, try that, try that intention, you know, try not to complain and focus on that. Um, yeah. and see what difference it makes it does and it 
it does make a huge difference because your your mindset now is different. So, for instance, for me, um, if I'm going to do an electrical job and I'm like, oh, this job's going to suck. Mm-hmm. Sure as shit, when I get there, mm-hmm. it sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, that mindset, it makes the difference. It does. It is. And I'm not one to um, say that you can, uh, you can't, you can manifest so much in your life. Um, And that's one of those things, right? If you're going in there, grumpy Gus, things, you know, you got to try to try, try to change it, right? Yeah. I want that solid effort, right? If you're, if you're walking around and you're pissed off all day Mm -hmm, and you're mm -hmm. cranky all day and you're honking your horn and and you're, this guy's an idiot and why did this person do this and all that sort of shit, I, I can guarantee you it's bringing you down. Mm-hmm. But I can also guarantee you that if you were had gone to the gym in the morning mm-hmm. and you had run into a couple people you know, or let's say you meet a couple people there or whatever, I'm antisocial. Mm-hmm. So I don't look to meet anybody at the gym. I don't want to talk to anybody at the gym. I mean, mm-hmm. I'll talk to you and I, uh, the other fellow that works there. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I'm not interested in talking to anybody. Yeah. That's, that's not yeah. why. I'm, um, so I'm the person you go up and talk to and they're like, yeah. Well, guy's a dick. (laughs) You know what? Catch me outside of the gym or, you know, catch me in a different situation, especially if you're, you know, you're a transplant or you need some motivation or whatever else. Yes. I'll gladly sit down. I'll gladly talk with you. But um, it starts your day off on a different note because you've already accomplished something. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to feel good about yourself in so many different ways on that. I always agree, yeah, you can't have a bad day when you start it with some fitness, um, whatever that is. Or a healthy breakfast. That's a good yeah. start. That's a good one, too. It's always a great start there. Yeah. Feel yeah. the body, right? Yeah. I like that that healthy fast. And then I like to, mm-hmm. uh, like today I, I put some deer meat, some chicken, spinach, uh, some noodles. But they're um, they're different type of noodle. I got them. They're not as processed as some of the Canadian stuff. Because otherwise, they'll just give me a headache and everything else. <laughs> and, um, oh, some butter, just a tiny bit of butter, some onion, and then some garlic, like puree garlic. I put that in, and I heat it up in the microwave, I mix it up, and I put it into this bowl, and I mix a whole bowl up. Because what I'll do is I'll sit down and I'll eat a bowl of that. Mm-hmm. And I burned, like, I probably burned, um, say a thousand calories this morning at the gym probably that's what my wife tells me (laughs) according to the app um i think what the hell does the app say oh looks like i've burned looks like i've burned 2189 calories so far today but that includes like moving and living and all that sort of stuff i'm gonna see oh I haven't had my watch on very long, so I'm not going to tell you how many calories it's. Oh, Amanda's barely alive. <laughs> yeah, I barely woke up today. I'm just. I don't. I don't know. I, I burned a ton of calories. So what's going to happen is, uh, um, I am going to. Uh, I'm going to eat again. Yeah, and that's and, again fueling your body. You are yeah. where you eat. I truly believe in that. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you eat wild game? Uh yeah. I haven't had as much of a palate for it lately, to be honest. Oh. Um, but I, I'm all about trying new stuff lately. So, like, right. all last year, I'm such a picky eater personally. So, I find it hard to eat healthy if I'm not eating the same meals over and over again. Um, but the last couple months, I've been all about trying it. Um, 
So what do you mix your wild game in with? Well, it's whatever someone else cooks for me. I'm and how are they cooking? Um, I've were... had like a jerky, which I really love. Oh, so yeah. that's well, a good way. To... Yeah, exactly, nice right? Um, what about... Um, okay, so if you had uh, beef, yeah, what would you do with it? What's your What's your preferred type of beef? I haven't had it. So again, it's funny. So I was obsessed with, say, like a good steak for a few months. Okay. Because I can't cook it, I haven't had it in a long time. Right. So I'm usually like a ground beef in my pasta. Okay. My you know what I'm gonna do? Yeah. I'm gonna give you a. I'm gonna give you a pack of uh, <laughs> moose or deer yeah. ground. Yeah. And then I got some moose. I call them moose chunks, and I I had them set up that I was gonna grind them. Oh yeah. And what I've been doing is I've accidentally been taking them out and realizing it's not moose ground. And what I here's what I do. I take some flour, I mix in garlic, and I mix in onion. Mm-hmm. Not no sodium. There's no sodium in this. Oh whoa! And then I <laughs> I pack them on there, and then I put them into hot hot um, olive oil, but just a touch because otherwise olive oil will get your 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 oh, stomach, yeah, yeah, your yeah. intestines all messed up. Well, they do for me. And then I keep the juice, and I'll make. And you don't have to cook the shit out of it either. Like mm-hmm. you can actually eat it medium rare and you'll be fine. But I keep that juice. And then what I do is is I'll make up like a little bit of rice or something like that. And I put that yeah. juice in the rice. I do that. And then I put the meat in the rice. Oh, nice. And then it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. But it's like so organic and healthy. Like yeah, the fantastic. difference between the meat mm-hmm. is so healthy. Mm-hmm. And... Um, I've never noticed wild game taste. I don't know what that is. So, but I I do notice if I'm eating beef. I do yeah. notice I'm kind of like, oh. Yeah, it hasn't sat right with my stomach in a while too. I've been no. with allergies too though. So I'm oh, really okay. trying to figure that all out as well. Um, so, so I used to eat beef medium rare all the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. When I go to the restaurant. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I started getting a bunch of a wild game into me. All the time, mm-hmm. beef has to be medium. Oh, interesting. Otherwise, uh, that's funny. So, as I was younger, I was always medium well to like well done, and then oh. now I'm like getting a bit bigger palate, and I'm medium well, medium. Oh, okay. Maybe if I. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting. Um, the burger and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, it's usually well done, but I'll put it like on nachos, or I'll put it in a, a taco, or. My daughter, who's behind us, going in the fridge because she's hungry. Um, who we can hear on the mic through our uh, headphones. Um, so they, I mean, they, they get to the point where they like it too. But remind me before mm-hmm. you go that I'll I'll give you a bag of that Classic, ground, yeah. and then I'll give you a bag I'll of those, know how it goes. those chunks. Yeah. And you just Thank cook you. it like anything yeah. else. Yeah, I'm excited again. Excited to try new stuff. Get into it. I encourage everyone else to try some new things and. Yeah, cook your own meals and I'm trying right I'm on the internet pick a recipe that I think I'll like because I can't just eat chicken bacon ranch wraps all my life no you go on a meat eater dot com oh they, yeah that's uh Steve Renault I wish we had video right now because if you had the video then you could see the devilish little smile she had on her face when <laughs> I said you're going to the meat eater she's like oh yeah right here we go <laughs> eyes were rolled back and everything else so um He's got a ton of recipes on there. 
And like he's got one for meatloaf with provolone Ooh, cheese. I've been starting spinach. to eat meatloaf the last couple of years. Yeah. I didn't, yeah. But then I forgot about it. But it's all natural stuff too, right? So it's like real herbs and stuff. And hopefully we can still get it. Um, but there's another thing. But I'm telling you, the energy and the protein. Because I know another fella, this other transplant guy. He He's a vegetable-based diet. Vegetable-based mm-hmm. protein. He trains on the outside of jiu-jitsu this is the black belt fella and he's great with it it works well for his system i tried it and i'm telling you i lasted less i lasted maybe two or three days eating high high veggie and very very minimal meat mm-hmm. my system hated it yeah and, my- and there's it's kind of interesting because there's something that works for everyone right i i praise those that can go without and they're so knowledgeable and can get the nutrition you need yeah um again it comes back to what your body needs i know someone that's got an iron deficiency and she has she was vegan and she had to do something right she didn't mind you got to make those adjustments yeah um and again feel your body right you gotta Mm -hmm. give it what it needs and there's um proper there's a happy medium right yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and i'm probably 80 percent um on the on the meat side now mind you this lunch i had it had been 50 50 mm. but uh here's where the thing is though is i'm hungry again now if i had had a deer steak oh, or a moose steak yeah. i wouldn't be hungry right now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like i could have that big that big steak mm-hmm. and like i've had days where i've had a big moose or deer steak or uh like a, a half a bear roast and i'm good for the whole day I have yeah. a light supper and I'm done. And I've got tons of energy the next day and everything else. I so. um, And I really find it interesting. And I love to like share where I'm at and stuff. Um, When I was eating really healthy, all the greens, so much more vegetable in my diet. That's what I craved. And that's what I wanted. It was a little harder, mm. but it was what I, I'd go home wanting it. Um, Slacking on my diet lately, I crave bad, bad food. I crave fast food. I crave, I don't want to eat the healthy. I don't want fruits and vegetables for breakfast. I don't, I do. I know again, I'm really in yeah. that. Um, but I do believe there is a point where you will want that healthy meal over mm-hmm. the other ones. So don't lose faith. Don't lose hope. You can no. get there. I promise it's not all torture and keep reminding yourself why. But you know why those, you know why that fast food though? Is mm-hmm. so addictive. It's because it's the amount of sugar that's in yep. it. Yep. And salt for me lately. As I've gotten older, I never used to have a craving for that salt. Oh, um, I hate and it. And I now, as I've the oh, I older I get, yeah. I crave it. So. But I think so. You're supposed to have a certain amount of sodium. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And again, there's happy medium. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. God. I try and keep under a thousand milligrams, but a healthy male can be up to twenty three hundred milligrams. Yeah. And I'm assuming. You know, female be less, but again, that's all body weight too. Like, don't go on well, I'm a man and the female type thing. It's your body weight. Like, if you're a petite little guy, mm-hmm. uh, you don't need 2,300 milligrams of sodium. And uh, yeah, again, just there's an individual, you know, exercise plan and meal plan for everyone. Yeah, like that's right. Yeah, yeah, you'll find your happy medium. And yeah. Um. Well, you got anything else you want to talk about? We covered a lot of stuff. Oh my gosh, we could sit here and talk forever. Uh, No, I just thank you so much for having me. I hope this was a positive conversation for those that are listening and can encourage you a little bit to get out there and move. Um, 
in a enjoyable way, right? Just letting you know that there's that option there for everyone. There's something out there for everyone, and you gotta you gotta focus on nutrition nutrition, and you gotta move. There is you gotta have fitness in your life in some way, shape, or form, and I hope that's what you guys pulled from this. She's a professional, so you guys have to listen to what she says. Mm-hmm. And then and if you you'll don't, see it over and over again. You got to have that health and wellness includes that nutrition and exercise. And if you fall off the chair, get back on the chair and get your ass back into the gym mm-hmm. or get your ass back out there, start walking again. Keep it going. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Just because you do go off your diet or just because you do this or just because you do that. Or just because you've had a heart transplant doesn't mean all of a sudden the world is shut down. Mm-hmm. And that's okay, right? You can have, I want you encouraged to have those days inside and, you know. You can find a clean yeah, gym. Yeah. Clean gym's clean. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it may not, whatever circumstance you have, it may not be easy, but I promise it'll be worth it. Yeah. I agree. It is. 100%. Yeah. And I think the other thing too, on a side note, when you have people out there like Amanda um, and you have these people out there that are that are helping. Uh, these are approachable people. They're positive people. They're good people to have on your side. And um, use them. That's why they're there. They want to help. That's why they're in that field. They're not like me, electrician. I don't want to help. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, I, if a transplant patient were to come up to me or, or a cancer patient or something, say, listen, I don't know how you're doing what you're doing. Can mm-hmm. we start training together? Like, can you do a training session mm-hmm. with me once or twice a week? Yes. Yeah. And that's another thing, too. They always encourage, you know, practice with, within your scope of practice. Um, I always say if I don't know what I'm talking about, I will get you the proper resources and find a way to get you the answer. And that's what something I think that makes me good at my job. Yeah. I can direct appropriately. And that's the... And now there's people like they're out like that out there to help. You know, if they don't know, if you all came to me or Matt, like... We're going to try to find you the right resources. Yeah, I might forget, but if you remind <laughs> me, I'll try and find you the, re- the right mm-hmm. resources. But I think that's pretty important, too, what you just said there. Find somebody who's not full of shit. So find yeah. somebody who's not blowing smoke up your ass. Find somebody that's going to say to you, listen, I'm not really sure. Can I get back to you on that? Mm-hmm. Nine times that's out of okay. ten. Yeah. Because yeah. I'd be the same. Yeah, sure. I do Four a lot, too, because we hey, get. Did you find that out yet? You know. Yeah, yeah. I go, I'll write it on my list. Come back to me in a couple days. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys actually have a computer at your station too, yeah, which yeah. you can kind of horse Yeah, and with. we really, um, that's something that's encouraged too, is we can only give so much advice. And um, there's a few of us that are trained to give a little more. So it's really nice that we have, mm. patrons have that right at their fingertips. And that's another thing too, when you're, when you're dealing with, you know, certain situations like that, like you can kind of tell by the person that you're dealing with, you're in shape, obviously. Um you can tell with a person with the way they move, with the way they talk, with mm-hmm. what they're doing, whether or not they have any idea what they're talking about. Because there are people out there that have never worked out, they've never trained or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're giving people advice. Mm-hmm. I, I always, I use this as an example. I had somebody mention something the one day and, and uh, I'm, I can be pretty blunt. And I said, what the hell would you know about it? <laughs> well... It turns out so-and-so read a book. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, so-and-so probably should have kept their mouth shut because the company that they were in, they had no idea what they were talking about. Those type of people leave them behind. Mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. you want motivation, um, 
you know, and, and, and you, you want something to drive you to get out there and, and do that fitness, go up and have a conversation with your, with your person. Like, like I said, if you're going up and you're going to talk to Amanda, she's going to give you, she'll give you a little bit extra, you know, let's go or whatever else or in her class. Mm -hmm. There's lots of people like that out there. We're very lucky. There still are a lot of good people left in this great world of ours mm-hmm. really isn't there yeah and with everything going on these days i think we got to really focus on that and take advantage of that and be as positive as we can be in some bad situations yeah that's right and and uh sign your donor card have you signed your donor card yeah years ago when i uh when i moved out to alberta and got my alberta health card well there you go yeah so she's an official donor yeah so if uh it's, you know, you're more likely to need an organ than give one. Did huh, you know that? No, that is. It's an old study, but it's an old um, uh, thing. Like, mm-hmm. uh, what's that called? Help me over here. Like census kind of thing or oh, like no. an old stat? Or... Yeah, yeah, stat, yeah, thanks. Yeah. It's an old stat. I'm assuming it's probably still the same though. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if, if, if you're bridged and you're on LVAD or whatever, it doesn't mean that you're... You know, you can't get out there and, and live your life. Um, you know, you might just run into Amanda. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she's always got a smile on her face and she's always willing to help. So that's that's what we're looking for. Amanda, thanks. Thank you so for much for having, having me. I really appreciate it so, so much. I'm just honored and excited about all of this. I hope we can get you on again. Amanda is, is uh, uh, maybe next time we can get Amanda to bring one of her uh, fitness friends with her. Mm-hmm. And uh, we can have a... Um, um, you know, kind of a, a different perspective type of thing. Um, let's say with, you know, with whatever. And, um, I'm, you know, we're just, we're really happy that you could, you could Thank be you. here. I'm and then so you came back again here. after we erased the first one by accident. Oh, and, yeah. Oh, good um, practice, right? Yes. Yes. Good mm-hmm. practice. So we, we, we do look forward to come back again. Amanda, mm-hmm. hopefully, he's going to, tip us off on a, on a couple different people and um, um, and and point us in the direction of, of a couple people and and uh, we will move in that direction so we'd like to thank my donor for making all this possible somebody who signed their their organ donor card and and uh, when their life was unfortunately over um, mine we began there's not enough I could say about that um, there's if you're an organ donor family or you're um, thinking of signing your card or you're all of a sudden you're in that tragedy and you happen to listen to this podcast please donate the organs that person lives on they they, they save another person's life and uh nevin keep keep fighting bud we're proud of you um to that fellow that had the brain surgery i sorry i forgot your name keep going and uh, shoot for the vitals. Keep them in mind. And everybody with this coronavirus, try and stay safe. Keep your distance. Wash your hands. Um, there's a few things you can do to, to help prevent the coronavirus. Let's go ice fishing. <laughs> and that is to go for hikes in the bush. And that is to go to um, shoot your bow or take up bow or take up shooting or take up biking unless you've got a lot of snow snowmobiling is another way that you can prevent the coronavirus spread and uh we love you everybody
God bless.